Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome, welcome to In the Barber Zone Radio. We're back. We had some technical difficulties, so we're going to start this thing back over. You're, the, you're in the Barber Zone with your man Chavez right here on Barber Zone Radio. Now it's Barber Zone Podcast, you know, right here through Blog Talk Radio. So we thank you for joining us. We apologize for our technical difficulties. Um, first of all, uh, when I scheduled the show, we were at the My Brother Keeper 100 uh, launch um, launch luncheon, and I scheduled the show and everything, and I had it scheduled for 30 minutes instead of the normal uh, 60 minutes. So I was in the middle of, while I was speaking to Brother Kojo, I was in the middle of trying to edit that to get it to the full hour of, like, our regular show. And... I happened to look up, and I see the red and blue lights of a Columbus police uh, car, police SUV, and it's sitting right in front of my house. So it kind of startled me. So instead of hitting okay to adjust the time, I actually hit the button, and it stopped the show. So I apologize, y'all. You know, technical problems do happen. But this is just this is like one of those cases where um it's that it's that trauma of being a black man and what's going on in our country and right here in our own city and actually there's something that may be happening in my neighborhood currently and when I saw those lights it kinda just scattered my brain for a few minutes. So you guys I apologize. But hey, we're back. You're back in the barber zone with us. And we got Brother Kojo back, and we're going to get Brother Javier back in here. We're going to have a conversation about My Brother's Keeper, a an initiative of the city of Columbus and an initiative of our president, 
Barack Obama, but I'll let Brother Kojo go into that more depth. So, again, you guys, I apologize for those technical difficulties, but we are back in the Barber Zone. We keep it moving like we like we do all the time, like you should, should do. We're going to be resilient, and we're going to keep moving, and we're just going to let that, you know, let that be a hurdle on our way to the finish line. So, um, appreciate you guys again in the Barber Zone Radio right here on Blog Talk Radio. We're um, also be found on our Facebook page, Instagram page, and um, also right here, and also on your favorite podcast platform. Just search In the Barber Zone, and you will find us. So, again, we thank you, thank you, thank you for being a loyal listener. Um, the number, if you would like to call in, and tap into the show um, if you may have any questions or anything, any concerns. The number is 563-999-3648. Again, the number is 563-999-3648. And without further ado, I'm going to get my brother Kojo back on the line. Um, brother Kojo, yes, sir. welcome yes, sir. back to the show. Sorry about that, Thank good you, brother. Man. Um, it's okay. So we're gonna we're, we're gonna start it back over because, bro. Hey, that shit okay. me. I'm still looking out the window like, what's going on? The, the the car's just sitting here like, and I live in Southfield where I live. We don't have yep. too many, you know, it's, it's it's going on. So for a and where I live, uh, uh, the street, you know, ends right in front of my house. It, it dead ends in front mm-hmm. of my house, so you have to either go right or left, and. The the car the, the the police car is sitting right in the middle of the street. So hmm. if he backed up anymore, he would be in my front yard. So I'm looking like wow. what's going on. So that that, that kind of hey, shook me a little bit. Brother, so. But but Shibaz, that, that speaks again to, to the trauma of our experiences. We we have different experiences when we see those lights to come in and and and, and it's just this innate response just that is triggered. You know. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I'm still sitting here looking like, what's? I mean, why is it just sitting there? I mean, there's nobody yeah. out, not out the car, or whatever. It's just so odd, and you know, just the things that are going on in our city and things like that is like, um, you know, I, I even went, you know, I, I even went, and I, I didn't set, I didn't set my gun on the couch right beside me, like, you know, wow. what's going on, like. You know, yeah, right, so, right. Yeah, it, it, it right. just kind of shook me for a second, but you know, we here, we moving. I'm in the house, I'm safe, so yep. uh, at least that's that's where we're supposed to be able to be safe Absolutely. in our homes. But you Absolutely. know, we've seen where individuals' lives have been taken, um, incidents have occurred outside individuals' houses that their lives have been taken by authorities. So. You know, I'm gonna look out the window, but I'm gonna stay away from the window. So, right, um, right. We gonna keep this show going. Yes, right. So, it, hey, it ain't my business. My business right now is being in the barber zone and talking to you, brother, about my brother's keepers. So, um, absolutely. Let's just, you know, let's just start it back up. You know, um, pull back for a little bit and um, first introduce yourself, brother, and let us know what uh, my brother's keeper is. All right, thank you, brother. My name is uh, it's Kojo Kandai, K-O-J-O-K-A-N-D-I. I'm the program manager for My Brother's Keeper Columbus. Um, it's a, a department under the Department of Neighborhoods uh, in the city, with the city of Columbus. My Brother's Keeper was an initiative uh, outreach effort um, spearheaded by former president, uh, past president Barack Obama back in 2014. Uh, and his, out, his call was, was really as we saw some of the, the 
the incidences of violence to, to young people and how do we address and help and protect and lift up boys and young men of color. And Columbus, the city of Columbus, um, uh, from a government perspective, was one of the first cities across the country. There were 10 cities across the country that accepted this call to challenge. Uh, and so it was very uh, insightful and, okay. and, uh, and the foresight for the leaders at the time is to, hey, we, wanna, we want to be on the, the leading edge of this to, to lift up our community. And so, you know, everything that we do um, in our department, uh, we're looking to identify, uh, to support, to lift up, to potentially replicate um, um, organizations, programs, outreach that are doing things that impact and improve the lives of boys and young men of color as it addresses uh, disparate uh, impacted communities. Um, and so, you know, we, we, while our focus is boys and young men of color, the byproduct is that everybody wins, the entire community wins. And so we don't exclude anybody. Uh, and so as long as we are, are identifying folks that uh, applied the, uh, the, the principles of the six MBK milestones, allow me just to, to run through these real quickly here, Brother Chavez, is uh, yes, just sir. making sure that, uh, that students are, are um, ready and prepared to, uh, to go to school, that they're physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually safe um, and ready to learn, that they are ready to uh, be able to read at grade level by the third grade. Uh, we want to make sure that, that uh, when they graduate high school that they are prepared for either college or career, and that's a big push mm-hmm. academically that a lot of folks are doing. Um, and then yeah. once they, they finish school, they get some additional training, something to, to improve themselves, that whether it be, you know, uh, uh, apprenticeship, whether it be uh, uh, college uh, training, whether it be uh, certificate uh, training programs, whether it be military. But if they have an opportunity to do something after high school that, uh, to, to improve themselves, that, that we support that. Uh, and then that anybody who wants to work has the ability, option to, to work, and then lastly, to your point, uh, seeing outside your window, brothers, that, is that we want to make sure that, that all young people, uh, again, the focus is boys and young men of color, but all folks are kept safe from harm uh, and safe from violence. Um, and then if they do happen to have uh, an incident where they're impacted uh, or involved in the judicial system, they have a second chance at, uh, at life and, 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 uh, and not just a, an afterthought there. So. Anything we do is going to come back and, uh, and address one of those areas, and we think if we do that, um, the, the byproduct is, uh, going back to the, the, the piece about setting up for the future, we need to be able to create hope and opportunity. And if we have hope and opportunity from our, from our young folks because we've, we've helped them understand that there's an opportunity after high school or we've kept them safe or they may have stubbed their toe in a situation, but we, we showed them an opportunity that they can um, uh, you know, recreate uh, a positive future, that's what young folks want. If we do that, we're good. Hey, so that's hey, what exactly. NBK is, is looking and, to do. And, and that's what we need right now in our community because we know that there are a lack of fathers in our community mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. whatever it may be, uh, whether it's um, the system, incarceration, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, lack of education, lack of family education, whatever it may be where there is where there is a lack of a father, there is a need yep. for a program like this. Some something yep. that is reaching back and, and, and filling that void in young men's life. So they're not just out in the streets, you know, yep. doing whatever and, and and getting together and 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 trying to make life life solutions and, and guide, you know, get mm-hmm. through life with themselves without any adult supervision, you know, far as, yep. you know, gang members and, you know, 
um, the negative yep. influences that we have in our community. So programs like this yep. are, are are greatly needed. I mean, greatly yep. needed. So um, how long has, how long has the been, program – yes, sir. I, I do want to make one quick point before you ask that, that question here. And, and, and there is a, there is a, um, a void for, for, uh, for uh, families that, uh, that don't have that, uh, that traditional stable male figure in the household. But I got to tell you, we've got a network of folks to do it, and, and we're going to touch on the, the impact that barbers have here shortly. But a young person needs to have access to a male figure if, 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 if there's not one in the house. And if we can yes. kind of create that, that, that proximity, uh, then, then we're okay with, with, uh, with some of those outcomes as well. So I don't want to just say we throw our hands up because the, the fathers are not there. But if we have a network yes. of, of uh, committed allies, uh, of adult allies who, who can stand in the gap with our young folks, we can see some benefits. Yes. I make a small point of clarification, brother. And, 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 and that's what we need. So, you know, that, that's the name of the program, My Brother's Keeper. So I'm there to, 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 to help you. You're my brother. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to help you get mm-hmm. through life. And, like, um, you know, us barbers, a lot of times we're the only positive men of color, women yep. of color, that a young man gets to see. Yep. We're because you know yep. we're we're entrepreneurs, you know we're working every yep. day. We make good money, you know, yep. and we're engaging. You know, we're we're t- in touch yep. with the community. So we're we're the one that that the young men get to see for that thirty minutes every two weeks. So you know, Absolutely. I'm honored to be that type of individual in in in, in that in the trade that I'm in, and also to be. A community, a, a community. I guess I could call myself a community leader. Um, partnering up with, pro, without partnering, you know, programs like like this, and you know, in the city of uh, in the city of Columbus. So, um, you know, I'm here just to you know help in, in whatever um, in whatever way I can. So, um, absolutely. That's why you know when we had this program. I said we got to get on here to talk about this. So. Um, I appreciate you again, brother. Hey, you guys, you're in the Barber Zone with your man Chavez right here at Barber Zone Radio, Barber Zone Podcast. You know, I got to get used to saying Barber Zone Podcast because when I started, it was just radio. <laughs> so now, you know, they didn't take, they didn't move it up. It's, you know, Barber Zone right, right. Podcast right here at BarberZonePodcast.com. We're right here through Bar, uh, through Blog Talk Radio. So the number is 563 and we're here talking with My Brother's Keeper, a initiative of the city of Columbus. Uh, I've got my brother Kojo Candayo in here um, talking about the program. And we're going to, we're going to have another brother that, that, to come up and have him share about the program. It's, uh, my brother Javier on here. I, I see we got him on the line. Brother Sanchez, I'll get to you in one second. So, yeah, y'all, you guys um, – we were we had a good meeting on Monday with the barbers and you know discussing uh MBK Columbus which is the My Brothers Keepers uh for Columbus Ohio and what they have for the city and you know how you know we can connect with the barbers to help make the city a, a, a better place right here in Columbus, Ohio. So um, Absolutely. I'm going to bring my, I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring my, and, 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 you know, people, you know, programs like this, you have to have, 
you know, individuals that are in the city, you know, the, the shirt and tie people that go to all the <laughs> meetings and, you right. know, dot the I's and cross the T's and, you know, deal with all the bureaucracy and the, and the legal stuff and all that. But then you also have to have people in your program that are connected to the community. You have to have people in your program that are part of the community, that have come up in the community and look like the individuals you're trying to reach, talk like the individuals you're trying to reach, and at one time was one of the individuals you're trying to reach. So my man I got coming on here, Javier, man, he, 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 he's that person, you know. He's the community person that came up in the community. Now he's giving back to the community. So, um, you know, without further ado, I'm going to bring my man, Brother Sanchez, on here. Good evening, good sir, and welcome to In the Barber Zone. My guy, it's a blessing to be here. I appreciate the, uh, you sharing your yeah. time and energy with us and your space. Yes, Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank both of y'all brothers. Cause I know both of y'all had something going on and y'all altered y'all schedule a little bit to be on the show. So I thank you. Um, had a few technical difficulties. I apologize. We started a little 30 minutes behind, but again, um, that shows you guys commitment. You know, when we said, I'm like, you know, we started at nine 30. All right, no problem. So again, thank you brothers for what y'all doing for, for the community. So, um, because with this show, if, if it's not brothers like you coming on the show, sharing uh, your passion for the community, I would just be sitting here with a headset for 60 minutes doing nothing. So uh, thank you guys uh-huh. again. Uh, Brother Javier, let us know what, what what your position is with My Brother's Keeper and, you know, um, and how people can get involved with the program. Yeah, so I've been doing this work with MBK for uh, – been about 10 years now when we started um in 2006 we started uh laying the groundwork through a national research project that we were doing um called moving beyond survival mode and we went to about five different cities chicago philly dc oakland and richmond california and did research uh with uh over 2000 young men and their mothers and social service providers did listening sessions, and we released a report called, uh, like I said, Moving Beyond Survival Mode, which really informed the work that we do in terms of coping with urban trauma and learning to live above the circumstances and finding ways for young brothers to find strength even in the broken places, right? So then in 2013 – we got funding from the Obama Foundation and, and the California Endowment to do another report, to release another national report, went to about 15 different cities, did listening sessions with black and brown boys, and we released the report called Heard Not Judge. And the information that we were able to gather from those listening sessions is really what informed uh, the Obama Foundation and the direction they wanted to go with My Brother's Keeper. And so the work that I do in all these other cities and areas all over the country, my heart is always Columbus. I'm born and bred Columbus. I only lived in one other place besides Columbus. That's the Cayman Islands, a little island close to Jamaica and Cuba. Lived down there for uh, uh, a while uh, growing up. But other than that, this is home for me. And so, you know, I've been around, you know, I do work all over the world, but always 
want to find ways to bring what I do outside of the 614 back here. And so I'm so excited about the opportunity to partner to partner with the Department of Neighborhoods and My Brother's Keeper uh, to, to, to the fire that they have already uh, lit here in this city in terms of engaging uh, these young men. And that's what we want them to know. Like, we want them to know you are not alone. Like, that's one of the things that leads to the hopelessness that, we, that, that, that a lot of young men experience is feeling like, I, you know, I'm on my own. Ain't nobody looking out for me, so I got to look out for myself. Or, or you know, mm-hmm. and so we want them to know that we are here uh, with you and for you, and we're here to serve you. Like, you know, you know what I'm saying? And, and so it's real easy for me uh, to, to engage with the Department of Neighborhoods and my brother's keeper um, uh, because, of where their hearts are at. Their hearts are in the right place. And, and I think it's being conveyed to the young men that have already engaged and that will continue to engage. Uh, we just want to see them find ways to find strength in the broken places and realize that they have allies. You know, there's no such thing as a self-made man or woman. I know our culture promotes that, but we mm-hmm. have to, you know, kind of dispel that myth. You can't get through life alone. You know what I'm saying? And yes. And – one of the things that uh, is is encouraging, like despite a lot of the propaganda, like uh, going back to the fatherhood thing, so two things. Um, number one, the research shows that black fathers that are engaged with their children are more engaged than their white counterparts. That's something you don't hear a lot, but, mm. it's, uh, you, you know, that's just the research. The research shows that black fathers that are engaged are more engaged uh, than, than, than other fathers. Um, and, and so, and then the other thing that we know is that if people are to be successful and to thrive, they have to be connected to, uh, what we call non-parental, non-judgmental caring adults. You might have a great father or you might have a great father and mother, or you might just have a dope mother, but that's all fine and good and important. But, it is essential for you, even if you have a great father, a great mother, or, or, or something in between, it is essential for young people to have a connection to non-parental, non-judgmental caring adults, allies, mentors, advocates, um, Good brother. You know outside who that is? of their home. Yeah. And you know who that is? That's the yep. barber. That's yep. always right. us. We always... What mom, and, what, what mom and dad say, they say, so what does your man say? They, we're always the one to reinforce what mom and dad are saying. Or, you know, right. we're the ones to, to have that conversation that the young man won't have when exactly. uh, with mom and dad are there. So that point right there, dude, is so true because, you know, we be in the shop and cutting a little man. He, he like 10 or whatever, and we having conversations. And you know how you can just tell that somebody got something they want to say, but they can't say right. it. So they be, uh, and then like, sometimes we have to, you know, I, ha- I have to from behind the head be like, Hey mom, go outside so we can, you know, mouth to her, right, mom, right. go outside so right. we can talk or dad go outside so we can ca- talk and parents, right. they understand what that <laughs> is and they understand the role that the barber has in their son's life. So what you said right there, bro, is 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 right on the head and you said that the other day and i'm like boom that's us the non-judgmental 
the non-judgmental non-family member. That's the barber. Right. That's all right. they So yeah. So hey y'all, we we barbers we fit right into y'all into the mission and, and, and to what's going on in the community. So um, <laughs> that's dope. So um, let, let me ask one question, both of you guys, because we we know that now there's more programming uh, for young men of color. Uh, because of the things that's been going on in our community and in our country, as far as the violence, where, you know, from whatever uh, means it's coming from. So how do we get this word of these resources out to the young men in a trusting way? Because, you know, right now, black people, black men, is not trusting the police. They're not trusting the city. They're not trusting city initiatives right now. So how do we make it that we get these the, the, these resources to these young men in a way that they're accepting of them? Look, I'm going to say something real quick, and then I got to actually jump off because I actually have a show tonight. I'm, you know, I do, I stay, but I told him, I was like, <laughs> you got to give me a second because I got to get on this call. Uh, I promise yeah. I'm going to shut this show down, but let me, let me get on this call first. Yes, yes. But I will say this, like, it, it, one of the essentials is going back to our African roots, which is the oral tradition. That's how we get the information out. We share information amongst one another through oral tradition and storytelling. Again, why barbers are so important. Like putting out pamphlets and flyers and brochures and PSAs on the, on the TV or radio or billboards, like that's right. non-traditional uh, means of trying to connect uh, with, with, with our young boys, it has to come word of mouth. It has to come from a voice that you trust, a face and a voice you trust. Um, tr- let me add, add on to that. A face and a voice that you trust and you respect. That you And, yes. and when it's coming from somebody you trust and respect, it's going to hit different, way, way different than a promotional flyer or a brochure or a hot card or something like that. Now, that's traditional. Traditionally, we go, oh, uh, you know, programs or organizations can measure their success based on how many flyers they handed out or, or you know, how many times their PSA ran on the radio or TV. And they would look at those numbers mm-hmm. and say, this is our measure for success. MBK, Department of Neighborhoods, is saying, nah, it don't work like that. It's got to be word of mouth. Absolutely. It's got to be coming from a voice that these young men trust and respect Going back to the and, – and, you know, there, if you count the number of people on, on one hand that they trust and respect, uh, I, I guarantee almost every young man would say my barber, right? So no yep. pressure to y'all, yeah. no pressure, <laughs> but they trust and respect y'all, and so we are counting on y'all to be a conduit for this information. And not just y'all, because we are the, – the, the initiative that uh, MBK is rolling out is, is not starting and stopping with barbers. That's one component, but it is such a valuable component. So for me, the answer is that word-of-mouth, traditional oral storytelling uh, and and those messages coming from a voice they trust and respect. Listen, I love y'all, and I'm so glad. uh, Chavez, thank you so much for letting me get on here. I got to jump off. I wish I could stay on, but I got a show to do. Oh, yeah, yes. Hey, man, thank you, brother. Hey, keep doing what you're doing, man. The community is going to respond, man. I love you. Appreciate you, man, and be safe. Absolutely. Peace. All right. Yes, sir. Peace.
All right. Thank you. That that, that was Brother uh, Javier Sanchez, man, from uh, My Brother's Keeper. And I see we got some other individuals on the line. Hey, y'all, thank y'all for tapping in. Um, I'll see y'all. We'll get to y'all in a minute. Y'all, we in the Barber Zone with your man Chavez right here, Blog Talk Radio slash Barber Zone, better known as the Barber Zone Podcast. Find us at barberzonepodcast.com. We're talking with My Brother's Keeper, an initiative of the City of Columbus and a nationwide initiative uh, specifically here in Columbus is NBK 100 Columbus. So we're here talking about um, community resources and, and, and how this program is going to be a positive uh, resource for Columbus, Ohio. If you'd like to tap into the show, the number is 563-999-3648. Again, 563-999-3648. Brother Kojo, uh, oh, yes, sir. I had something else. I, I had something else I was going to ask you. It slipped my mind that fast. Um, well, and why are you doing that? I want to. I want to add on to, real quick to, to what uh, Javier said in, in, in uh, ahead, to, to yes, a different sir. piece. Because you talked about, you know, all the resources that are available and and um, and uh, you know how do we get the word out. And Javier shared with with one way we're doing it. But I got to tell you, man, we're gonna have we're gonna have the resources set up like a like a, a an old school buffet at, at a, uh, a on a Sunday brunch. We're going to have something okay. for everybody. It ain't no one-size-fits-all. It ain't, hey, we're going to come here, we're going to do this thing, and it's going to make the world better. We're going to have something for, for, for the folks that, that are curious about, you know, this thing here or curious about the color blue or curious about um, math or curious about singing. Or cur- we're going to have something for everybody to give them a pathway uh, for their future to show them, them hope and opportunity. And to your, your point about resources, we're, we're, we're playing with pennies, man. And we've got to put uh, we've got to put um, pressure and have the expectation on, on the on the folks that have resources, the the funding agencies, the, uh, the, the 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 government agencies to say you're going to pay for it in some way. Either you pay it on the front side or pay it on the back side. It's a zero sum game. Let's pay more on the front side and uh, improve our community as opposed to coming on the back side uh, and uh, and putting a bandaid on it. Man. Yeah, because yeah, that's what we do. A lot of times we wait for the things to happen, and then we try to, oh, my God, no, yep. let's, let, let, let's get ahead of that thing and, and try to be pre- preventative instead of be, you know, proactive instead of mm-hmm. reactive. You know, that's mm-hmm. the whole thing. And, and tapping into these young people and, and letting them know that there's somebody that, that cares for them is, 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 you know, so vital because bro, I get to see Absolutely. I get to see young men in a different way than a lot of people do. And they just, just like any other human being, they want to be loved. They want to be cared. Absolutely. They want to know that they Absolutely. matter, not that, yep. you know, they, they, they're just out here and, and nobody's looking out for them. So that that's, I'm loving this and I'm looking forward to being part of it because I just love to see the results of young men like, we see them in the place that they are, and then we get to elevate them into, you know, uh, fathers Absolutely. and scholars and, Absolutely. and, you know, husbands and, and executives and things like that. Being able to pour into a young man's life like that is so awesome. So that's why I love being part of programs like this. So um, the one thing is I see we got we got a couple of individuals on the line. I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring my brother on here. Uh, real quick, he's a fellow barber around the way, so 
I know what this number is. So with the four eight four five five seven, my my man Craig in the building, man. Good evening, sir. You in the barber zone? What's up, big fella? How you doing? Long time no Everything. see. I'm happy to see you still pushing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, man, I can't stop, won't stop, you know, all that. So, yeah. We, Absolutely um, not. I, but uh, I missed a couple of shows, so I, I wanted to get on tonight. I really did. I wanted to just to see what's going on. I, I appreciate the brothers talking. Yes, yes. But hey, I, have hey. some, I have a question for him, too. I have a question for him. Um, uh, can I ask the question, Shop, if you don't mind? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no doubt, no doubt. He's still on here. Yeah, hey, be nice, right, be nice. Right. But no. <laughs> right, all right. I'm, I'm a, like he said. I'm, a, I'm from, um, I'm from Wilmington, Delaware. I've been in the barber industry for over 30 years, uh, owning the business for 25, and I travel across the country teaching classes. So since I've, since we've been doing virtual in 2019, and then the show started back up this year, I've been teaching, and it's a lack of black men, uh, in in the hair game that's coming out or just being vocal anything. But one problem is going on that I see with y'all with, with with every I don't think a lot of black men is getting into any kind of program and when they speak about the barber shop, you go on to what tradition, like the brother said, how it used to be. Those eras are over. Because mm. a lot of young black barbers today, since the pandemic, from the age of twenty five on up are saying they're not even doing young black kids or brown kids. So if you say mm. you're trying to reach the barbers to talk to the kids, they're not even taking kids no more. That's what's going on across the country because of, of I'm not, I'm going to put it on this person because I think he started it all because hip hop runs the world. Fat Joe said the mm. price is not yesterday's price. In turn, right. that mm-hmm. triggered into so many people's young people's head where they saying parents. If your kid coming here and moving around, I'm charging fifty, forty dollars. They can't afford mm, it. Yes. So I'm just not doing right. kids. So to yes. the tradition of the black barber shop where the kids come to see the barbers over, because them barbers mm. that's popular on social media, uh, making the most money, not even doing kids. Mm. Yeah. You understand that that's what's going I, on I across have, the country. I have heard that. I have I, you I have that that I have heard. Yes, sir. Yes, so, so, so in y'all program, y'all have to understand that, too. If we're trying to, in, right. in, in the best place in any business, is to push to the barbers. Every kid around this country that's into any situation has a barber. Or yes. somebody that's yes, cutting sir. their hair. Or somebody that's dreadlocking their hair. Male or female. Right. But yet, if so many young men that's making money turn their life around through the barber game, that they're not doing yes. kids, look at that message. Hey. So, so, so now when I go up with Chavez, I didn't tell you, we down Florida at the premiere show, three black dads came to the show specifically. Not the, they wasn't even barbers. They seen our picture and said, hey, we seen y'all picture. This is what, what the black man told me and why. We seen y'all picture. Y'all look like brothers we can talk to. Can y'all, how much y'all can, would charge us to teach us how to cut our son's hair? Because the barbers are too high. Wow. wow. You understand what I'm saying? Because so I many saw barbers, because of I saw that, raising the I prices. Saw that, but I didn't. I, I saw that, and I, and I was like, okay. But it didn't really hit me that people is really, really doing that. They are really it's not. deeper than what you think. And, and, and so, so now... 
the game wow. changed now. So now, so so now, the tradition that all the old, all the people over forty think the barbershop is is no more. They got private hmm. shops now. I'm not doing no kids. You know what I'm saying? So now you got yeah. a whole lot of single black mothers or brown Latino mothers don't know where to take the kids because yeah. the average Latino male and black male only making forty thousand a year. They can't afford a forty dollar haircut for a kid. Yes. Because yeah. you got the rock over I, here saying yeah. today's price is not what's going price. Yeah, and, 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 I, and I, I, I see that. I, I've seen that. And from my experience, uh, you know, the barbers, the barbers be like, Mom, get your kids, this, that, and the other. But from my experience, that goes into the training on how the barber is receptive to the young man because I've, I've, I've had instances like personal incidents where I've cut a young man and then a, another barber in the shop cut the same young man and he actually flipped out. And I'm sitting right. in the chair like, why is he, wait a minute, he, he ain't act right. like this when I cut him, but it was the way, it was the demeanor of the barber. So Absolutely. It, was it was the demeanor of the barber and the little young man. You know, young people, people ourselves, we can, we can, we can sense people's energy. So right. I guess he switched his energy, and, and, and he flipped out on, on, on the barber. And I'm sitting there like, you know, I didn't want to intervene and step on dude's toes, but I'm sitting there like, what's wrong with this situation? So, yeah. But so, Craig, that, right. that, that point you made is true that there are – a lot of barbers that have been influenced by social media and music, and now they're 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 stripping away some of the some of the important and the fulfilling part of this barber industry is pouring into young men and having them grow into young adults and become fathers, and then you cut their kids and 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 that cycle go on. So that is a part that. Um, that can be missed, but we got to make sure that it's not missed. Right, because, right, Because, right. like, the other day, I just realized, and I had to tell my man, I'm like, yo, you know I've cut three generations of your family? I used to cut your Absolutely, dad, he yeah. brought you to me, and now I'm cutting your son. But if we get to a point where we're not pouring into young men under far, under five, then we miss, we're missing a whole right. generation of young men that we can tap into and to groom. So, and, and um, I, and yeah, we, we, we got to I wish you totally, that. but I was in two, I was in two, I was sitting in two panels on purposely. Listen to what I'm explaining to you. At two different specific mm-hmm. places in the United States at two different barber events. You got younger barbers under us that's mm-hmm. in the mid-30s that just got a social media buzz is telling right. barbers, don't do kids if you don't want to. You un- I don't right. think you understand the, the, the stress of barbers, social media barbers, telling other barbers, you don't, don't do kids, you stick with your money because kids is, don't, don't make you no money. You understand what I'm saying? That's a bigger problem if anybody's mm-hmm. trying to push mm-hmm. any message. And, and, and right. Right. Oh, yeah. if That's... I may jump in this to, to that point from, from the yes, outside sir. looking in, um, and, and so one of the things I don't want to have us do when we think about our outreach and MBK is to tell you how to run your shop. I don't want to come in and move your furniture. And, no, and so we think right. about this outreach 
we think about this outreach, we have to listen. And too often, and I don't like this word, and this is a word my, my wife came up with and, and said to point this out to me, but we talk about we want to target a community. That makes you a victim. That makes you, that makes you so vulnerable. Yeah. Right. And so so I, when we talk about this outreach, I want to make sure we're, we're, we're being a, a value partner, we consult, and we hear, because I, I don't know what we don't know. And so this, this perspective right, that you right. bring into the table is something we have to hear, and that's why we want to engage the barbers. It's got to be two-way street. It's, right. it's a symbiotic relationship. I can't come yeah, in yeah. and be like, hey, man, yeah. look, I got this here. I'm in the city. I want you to do this. Who, who, who right. am I to say that? Kick rocks. Right, right, right. <laughs> so right, I appreciate right. that. And so, right. and so hopefully this conversation yeah, that's here, what I wanted, right. we can bubble that. Yeah, hope, I just want to give you to that knowledge coming from the East Coast and a person that Chavez know I travel around to, and I, I've come in contact with so many barbers and speak in front of barbers. That that is is on my is I'm 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 against it and I'm battling it every time. So er, er, that's yeah. why I'm going to everybody's everybody's panel saying that yo, yo y'all are y'all I'm not going to say y'all lie but y'all giving a false situation mm, to to a, a, yeah. a, a, the new youth coming up. So they not even yeah. exposed to what the barbershop used to be like because they they yeah. said I never even had a barber because they was too much. Yeah, I was getting and, 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 yeah. the whole time. And you and you know what? I just I, I just thought about something. I just I, I just thought about something that that may go into that mindset that they had. A lot of a, a lot of these thirty-something barbers, these twenty-something, almost thirty-year-old barbers, these are the individuals that were the crack babies. These are the individuals who, who who don't have who who have households that are absent a father. These are the individuals right. whose fathers are incarcerated. So they've grown up, and they don't have any man training. They don't have any right. training on how to pour into a young man because they've never been poured into themselves. So when Absolutely. it's like that and you don't know how to pour into someone, you're going to try to shun mm. them away. So since they don't right. know how to pour into a young man, to talk to him, to get him comfortable, to give him a good haircut. They just say, forget it. We're not cutting kids no more. We're not doing that. Right. We're we not getting the whiny kid. They don't understand that uh, a young man at 5, 5.30 in the evening, he's not whiny. He's tired. He's mentally, right, ex- right. He's mentally exhausted from being up all day. He doesn't realize right. that that young man needed a Absolutely. nap, like the, the like the nap you took at two o'clock at your at your chair, or corporate right. corporate <laughs> person at the corporate person at your desk. When you nodded off that thirty minutes for that nap, that young man hasn't had that nap, and now at five thirty, he's just witless. He doesn't know what he's doing. So of course, not being able to express how he's tired, how he's exhausted, he becomes whiny. And, and things like right. that. So we look at it as stop being a little punk. Stop, you know, all those negative yep. words right, right, right. that we use, use for yep. young men that, 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 that explain, that try to explain weakness instead of realizing that, okay, this young man is tired. So let me go yep. and cut his hair. Say, hey, little brother, you tired? You had a long day? Yeah. Engage yep. with him and he won't be yep. whiny. But when you don't have that man training, you're not able yep. to train a young man into right, a man. Right, right. Right, 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 right. Absolutely. If y'all understand yeah, what I'm like I, say, so yeah, I, like I love y'all. I love y'all programs, and I and I and I know for a fact that the barber industry is still on the high rise of a boom, and it's still a, a no one. And I always tell people doing a, a, a political run and everything. Um, I tell people all the time, you have to focus on the barbershops. 
Now, now I'm going to throw this dart in there, and I'm going to be quiet. Now, Chavez, I don't know, I'm, I'm downtown Wilmington, Delaware. Uh, yeah. When Joe Biden was running for president, his headquarters is around the corner from my shop. He rolled past my yeah. shop mm-hmm. to get to his headquarters. So when y'all see him come live every day when he was running on the stage, that's around, around the corner from my shop. Feel this. Wow. So, and I know Joe Biden, at least he stopped and waved at the barbershop because he knew how important the barbers were. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So that right. other people don't. You understand what I'm saying? At least, right. and I'm talking to, he, at least he didn't have to do that even though he was coming past every day. He made sure he put right. his hand out because he knew he was here. You know what I'm saying? Right. He, 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 he knew the significance of what a barbershop is, and uh, at, at it all, he a Caucasian man. He knew the exactly. he knew he knew the that's where the bar, that's why I know all the guys in this town, the important people or anybody are at if I need information. Right. right. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, so yes, still, yes, yes. No the barber shop no one attacks the barber industry for any information. I I don't think like they should. They don't. No yeah, matter what race it is, the barber industry is the number one place to boom. Now, one last thing. Yep. When, when, when Ice Cube came out with the first movie, Barbershop, a lot of people don't know. Majority of every barbershop, I don't know how he did it without the internet, he sent the barbershop movie poster to the shop. Yeah, everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everywhere. Mm-hmm. So he, yeah. somebody on his staff knew, but it was only he sent to the African-American shops. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So hey, now with social marketing. media, mm-hmm. right, marketing, before social media, now with social media, yeah. it's easier, but still no one is attacking them for pushing mm, the information yeah. through the shops. You say the kids hey, are yeah, there, hey, they are, but there's no attack. But all right, good brothers. Hey, I, hey, I appreciate so, yeah. y'all. We, we, we about to get wrapped up. We got like another okay, minute or so ahead, yeah. going yeah. on on the show. Hey, but, um, you know, we're going to keep going, Craig. You know how we do. But before we get yeah, off here, yeah. Brother Kojo, if anybody yeah. wants to get involved with the program, how would yeah. they do it? Um, give us the website, the phone numbers, all that good stuff, just yeah. in case anybody and wants so to, to, you know. And just, I want to put a, put a button on this here. When we talk about the barber outreach under NBK, the program is called NBK 100. We're looking for 100 barbers across the city of Columbus to stand in the gap with our young folks uh, and to be a network, uh, to be, uh, to be a, a phalanx, to be a um, – um, a pulling nose guard to clear the lane for, for everybody. Uh, and if we get 200, we get 250, we get 300, that's great. But I'm looking for 100 barbers across the city to stand arm in arm as we look to, uh, to, to be a force and, and, and an elevated presence in the city. But if you want to be engaged with NBK100, uh, listen, my email is knkandi at columbus.gov, knkandi at columbus.gov. My office phone number is 614 645 7371 614-645-7371. And because I know y'all are dope, I'm going to give you my cell phone. That's 614-989-0535. 614-989-0535. Our socials on Instagram is NBK underscore village. Uh, and on Facebook, it's uh, uh, NBK or Columbus NBK village. NBK Columbus village, excuse me. NBK Columbus village. But if you are interested uh, you can reach out to Chavez. Chavez is an ambassador for, for MBK uh, 100. You can re- reach out to me directly. Uh, you can reach out to, uh, to anyone you see posters that pop up. Uh, how can I get more information? We're here for you. Hey, I love it. I love it. I love it. And I'm looking forward, man, to as, uh, as, as a police squad car is sitting out in front of my house, I couldn't even go to the store if I wanted to right now. 
yeah, I, I, I've got to be a part of this to continue to, you know, pour into our young men of the city because, you know, we got Absolutely. too much, um, too much craziness going on. You know, um, that's that situation last night where we had, you know, mm-hmm. a young man and then the two young people just yeah. senseless, just senseless. Yeah. So Absolutely. we've got to be better. Um, City of Columbus, we've got to be pe- better. Men Absolutely. of our community, we've got to be better. Parents, Absolutely. we have to be better parents. We can't be Absolutely. our children's friends. We have to be Absolutely. our children's parental figure. That doesn't mean, Absolutely. you know, you can't have fun with them, but you have to be a leader. You have to be Absolutely. the one guiding them through life, and not just by words, by your actions, the way you carry yourself, the language that Absolutely. you use, your conflict resolution, your, 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 your emotional maturity. The way you Absolutely. handle situations is the way your child is going to handle situations. So if you handle them with violence, your child is going to handle them in violence. And that's going to be in school and in life. You know, we just saw where the young man down in in Michigan got the gun from his father. His father brought him a gun. And they had conversations about violence. And what did that yes. young man do when he when he faced a situation? He turned to what he learned from his parents, which yes. was violence and shooting a gun, and he killed people. And y'all, we see that his yes. parents are held responsible. So that's the thing. Like when we grew up, if you did something wrong, it reflected on your parents and your family Absolutely. name. Yep. You know that's why growing up, like. I live in the house where, where where my grandparents live. This is yeah. where you know my, my fam- what, this is my family house. Field. That's community, right? Yes, this is this is family name. So when I came up, I had to make sure I did things that didn't tarnish the moment family name. Of course, Absolutely. I wasn't perfect, but I, I I I did my best not to do anything, not to tarnish my name but my parents and my grandparents' name. And so now the family structure is so different that young people don't have that family pride. You know, it's it's not the same. And we get to see it in the barbershop all day, every day. So uh, people that's listening to the show, thank you for listening to the show. But what 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 I want people to do is to tap into more programs like this, like, my brother's keeper in your city, in your area, big brothers, big sisters, urban league, yeah. you know, things that give back to your community no matter what you look like. I'm a man of color, but Kojo is a man of color, so we give back to young men of color. But whatever community you're from, Absolutely. give back to that community and make it better because we can't be talking about what the president is doing and what the governor is doing and what the mayor is doing if we're not doing our part. Like, Brother Kojo, during during the meeting the other day, we were talking about get involved in your area commission, your civic association, the people that make the rules for your community. And what a lot of people don't know about me, what a lot of people don't know about me is 
I was the president of the Marin Franklin Civic Association for two to three years, almost three years. Where, where I didn't know that. Brother, yes, I was the president of the Mayor Franklin Civic Association where okay. we were responsible for uh, revitalizing Watkins, uh, Watkins Middle School. We were wow. responsible for, for getting the sidewalks and the new sewers up and down Fairwood and Lockbourne so our children could walk to school without having to walk in, you know, in, in the street. You know, I was responsible yeah. for for the writing of what they called the Tri-South Plan, which was the three neighborhoods on the south side to help us with resources in our community. So when I do stuff, I'm like, I'm not just talking about this. You can go back to the record and find out where I was the president of my civic association from being a barber, wanting to put a barber shop in my community and found out that my community wow. couldn't get resources because we were located a half a mile south of the railroad track where the funding stopped. So wow. that's why Southfield that's why Southfield has never really been developed because all the the, the city money um do you remember when they had the White House Empowerment Zone? The White yep. House Empowerment Zone stopped right at the railroad tracks, right there at Refugee. Wow, Chavez a mile north of Southfield. So we couldn't wow. get any of that community revitalization, revitalization money because everything stops at the railroad tracks. So wow. that's how I end up becoming the president of the Mayor Franklin Civic Association because I actually went down to city hall meetings. And this, yeah. and, 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 and this, is, this is what I said when the people were out rioting and protesting yep. of, you know, the violence in the city, nobody yep. can hear you when you're in the street with a thousand people. And, well. and, and this, this is what I was saying, Brother Kojo. We had individuals in the city of Columbus that were protesting and marching in front of city council, in front of the state right. house. But okay. on Monday at 4 o'clock, None of them individuals were inside of city council at the meeting expressing their grievances where wow. they could have been heard and they would have been recorded on record. You can't be in the streets yelling unless you go inside to where the people can hear you and they write it down and they've got stenographers right. and they got recordings. So that's yep. what I did. Instead of yelling to the people, I went and yelled at the city council, why is there right. why isn't there money for the south side? And right. I became and I end up so people, we have to take care of our community and take care of our Absolutely. own and, and we have to be our brothers keepers. So, you know, big up to the city of Columbus and you know, the program coordinator right here, my brother Kojo for you know Thank stepping you, in and taking that responsibility taking that responsibility of, of 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 driving this ship and making sure that you know we would be a um a positive a positive point in the city of columbus so before we get Thank out of you. here good brother is there anything else that you would like to share about the program about yourself about the community before we get up out of here well i just the only thing i would share is that that we are trying to come up with with new ideas and new ways to engage um, and so, you know, when we come out to you, know that, that, that uh, we are coming from a place of love. Uh, we're coming from a place of support. 
uh, and, and if you can just hear us and then act. Hear us and then act. And I will support your, your comment just now, brother, that, that the, the way to make our communities better, one of the biggest ways is to be engaged civically uh, and to be engaged at the local level. And we can throw our hands up about what, you know, uh, Congress people are doing or the president's doing or the senators are doing, but it's these local civic commissions uh, that get things done and work. Uh, and if, if you don't like what you see outside, that's the first place you can go. Uh, and we just hear anything coming from our brother's keeper. We're doing just again to just to, to make our all of our lives better. Yes, sir, brother. Again, I thank you. I thank everybody that was on the show and everybody that's listening. Y'all, if y'all hear this, um, share it. And if you're in Absolutely. a city that has my my brother's keeper, please tap into him. See what resources you can provide, so you know we Absolutely. can be some positive vehicles for our young people, y'all, because they need us. They need us bad. And um and just just a little thing. Y'all, we have uh Walking in My Blessings is hosting just so we can try to do our part, we're hosting a father and son's night at the Cavaliers. That's December twenty sixth, the day after Christmas. We'll be taking we're looking to take at least fifty fathers and sons on a bonding experience to a NBA mm-hmm. basketball game to see the Cleveland Cavaliers against the Toronto Raptors. So um, hit me up, social medias, call me, text me, and find out more information if you want to be involved. Um, awesome. We got yep. an awesome deal. It's $35, buy one, get one free, Father's Night special. So you and your son can go see the Cavs for $35. That's the total. Two tickets, $35, early entry. We got lunch, you know, hot dogs, sodas, and chips, but you were going to have a great time. So, Again, we we appreciate all the encouragement, all the support, and uh, we thank you. Y'all, this is the end of the show. You were in the Barber Zone with your man Chavez right here, and we were talking with my brother's keeper, MBK 100 Columbus, the initiative of the Columbus of the city of Columbus, along with my man, uh, Kojo Kandai. Uh, we also have my brother Javier Sanchez on here. And, you know, my barber brother, Craig Skill, stopped in for a second. So you guys appreciate it. Share this share this episode with your families and friends. You can find it on any, any of your podcast platforms. Uh, just search in the Barber Zone. And until next week, y'all, hey, do something good for the community. But, hey, walk in your blessings and continue to be great. And brother, appreciate you. Have a great night. And we will talk some more you. on how we can be better in the community. Peace and good evening. Absolutely. Y'all stay up. Yes, sir. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. 
Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.